How to rock your business without destroying your marriage on today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. My name is Ryan Black. This is episode number 56. And my name is Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Things look a little different today. We had some technical yes. difficulties with the recording platform, but we also have a special guest with us today. And we're going to talk about uh, some of the stressors and things that that go into running a business and how that affects the relationships in your life. And we brought in a certified sex therapist, Braxton Dutz. Braxton Dutson. I can't even get that out today. He's here with us today. Um, you know, he is a recent world record holder for mustard chugging. <laughs> he just recently lost that, but guess what? The Guinness Book of World Records has given him the okay to go after it again. And so he's going to nail that. I, I have no doubt with that on there, Braxton, you're going to nail it. Um, we'll be cheering he, for you and your chugging abilities. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, he He's with the healing group. Um, he also runs his own business. So he understands the stresses and, and everything that goes into really running your own business and trying to, to make a successful business and a successful marriage, successful family work with all this. Um, and he also does presentations on sexual health with parents, religious groups, possibly even businesses, if, if they want him to come and do that. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, but uh, we're, we're happy that you were able to join us. This has kind of been, we've, we've been working on this back and forth for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> finally got it scheduled. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I'll throw it out there right now. He also runs uh, another bo- podcast called Birds and Bees Podcast. Yes. So I appreciate you having me on. I, I think that this is a really important uh, concept to go over when it comes to businesses, um, running your own business, whether it's big, small, um, it all pertains to relationships as well. And you're right. I do presentations for, for big businesses, whether it's on sexual health or whether it's on the mental health of running a business or keeping people in a, in a really good spot and being able to give them tools and tricks to keep your mental health in a good spot. Um, so that's, that's essentially the business I run too is Tigris Consulting. Um, I consult big businesses. I also consult other therapists as they are on their way to becoming a sex therapist. Um, and uh, also also do some side work at, uh, at some high schools where I do some mental health. So kind of got my, my, my workings in mental health in, in many different categories, but I love giving presentations. Well, hey, we're, we're so happy to have you with us today, Braxton. And um, you know, I, to kind of kick off the conversation with you, I want to loop back to something that we were chatting about before we started, uh, started recording today's episode. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, that's where the way that we're looking at, you know, champion hustle, it's, it's all about play to succeed in business and in life. It's yeah. not just in business or life. We want to have that whole comprehensive so that you're, you're succeeding with your business with your relationships, you know, with personal fulfillment, all the areas of your life. And so uh, one thing that you brought up was, you know, a lot of times the, um, the personality attributes or the skill sets that, uh, that you see with people that you work with who are highly successful entrepreneurs, sometimes those same attitudes or, or tendencies can be kind of counterproductive Mm-hmm. in their relationships. So I could you kind of open with that? And yeah. I'd love to explore that a little bit more. 
So I've worked with so many individuals, very successful businessmen. Um, I do couples therapy a lot and I will typically see, um, or I have seen a lot of individuals that uh, really successful, big businesses uh, here in Utah, as well as uh, um, that, uh, that have identified as millionaires or, or, you know, been up in that level of like, whoa, that's uh, you're quite successful. And they come into me with, uh, with these relational issues and just, just flabbergasted going, I, I don't know what else to do, uh, whether I'm seeing them individually or as a couple. And what you're talking about, Ryan, or as you're, you're mentioning it, what, what I typically see is that these businessmen and these businesswomen that, uh, that show up really successful have really great traits of uh, typically problem solving, fixing, and um, just putting their nose to the grind and saying, I'm, I'm going to get this done which is phenomenal in business. It's like, you got to get contracts out. You got to do something. You got to get your, your employees going somewhere. It is like push, push, push. And if there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Right. You you got to get it down that way. (laughs) The, uh, the issue with this is that if you have a partner that you're working with, um, a a romantic partner and you want to start, uh, start applying that same strength that you have to, Hey, well, let's fix it then. The one thing that we miss the most is the emotion. So the logic part, the the mental part may be there where you're like, oh, okay, so you're unhappy with the relationship. Uh, do you need more money? Do you need more time? Do you need um, a maid? Do you need, you know, you, you don't like the house being dirty? Okay, well, we'll hire maids. Well, you don't have to worry about that. Look, problem solved. And the person is sitting there going, well, that's not everything. You haven't been home. You haven't been to our kids' games. You haven't been... Um, you, you barely even like every time you come home, you, um, are tired or you just want sex. And we haven't even had the time to, uh, to really sit on the couch and talk to each other about our day. And I don't even know what's going on for you. You don't know what's going on for me. You're mad at me for spending money. Um, or you aren't paying attention to the kids that you gave birth to. Like there's so many different things that have come up that typically start going over into an emotional realm or a physical realm that uh, becomes problematic uh, because we move more into the fix it. Let me, oh, what's the fastest way to do this? Oh, you need 10 minutes of cuddling so we can have sex. Great. See how it's all, it's put into this like, well, if we do this, we put that and then that's going to solve the problem. And that really overlooks the hurt that your partner may be experiencing or the lack of interest that they feel or um, the, uh, the desire for them to understand you better. And that can be really confusing at times, especially if we're in much of a fix it mode. So don't run, yeah. your, <laughs> don't run your relationship like your business. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yep. That's it's a good way to sum it up. Thing. There are nope. differences. Yeah, you yes. can't optimize your, your relationship the same <laughs> no. way you optimize a business. You're saying <laughs> you can't, it's hard to put it on a spreadsheet. <laughs> You're not going to put your KPIs for your relationship down on a spreadsheet and, and figure out where, where you're messing things up. Yep. Yep. Cause then it turns into who's screwing up the most. Um, I, cause I've seen couples do this where they will say like, well, this is what you're doing. This is what I'm doing. We'll start working on it. You know, I'm doing mine. You're, you're not doing yours though. And then it becomes an argument about who's working harder. Yeah. Keeping score in a relationship is, is a fast way to danger zone. <laughs> yes. It is. So some of the things that I do to uh, to help support couples in being able to to challenge that mindset is one, recognize it as a strength, because one of the the biggest pitfalls that comes after that is them saying, "Oh, great, Braxton, what you're saying is this is something I shouldn't be doing." 
Like, no, that's a, that's a really important attribute that you have. But what we need is a transition from business over to relationship. Now, that may be a drive home um, where you could be like, all right, I've just done my business stuff. Now I'm going home. And these are things that my husband needs. These are things that my wife needs. These are things that my partner needs. Um, and being able to, to recognize that those things, whether they may seem big or small, that you got to work on some of those because they may not be your biggest strength. We all have our strengths and our weaknesses. Your strength, if you're finding this is a part of your story, is you run businesses really well. You may be a go-getter, a starter, someone that, that problem solves and fixes. And at the same point, you might see, well, I, I'm lacking just a little bit in my emotional realm. I, I'm having a hard time with sitting with my partner and listening to their day because a part of me thinks this is so unproductive. This is what is what it doesn't matter if you went over and you saw your best friend and you did this play date with the kids like I really don't care. And a part of that, sure, maybe it, it really doesn't affect your day as much, but it does to the person that you love. And so if they need to be heard, if they need to be touched, if they need to be um, listen to, or if they want you to know, or if they want to know that you are thinking of them, um, whether you're buying gifts or you're sending texts throughout the day, um, all those things, you need to listen to what it is that they're looking for to know that you matter to them or that they matter to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they, uh, that they're not just another part of your business that happens to be running the children's life or that uh, is now, um, something that you're spending money on and you're, you're a liability versus an asset. Interesting. You know, one, one thing that, uh, that we, or that I personally started doing a couple years ago, and, uh, I I think it's a good thing Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, as, as we have, you know, our schedules get busier and busier and, uh, you know, we're booking appointments and meetings and things with, you know, with clients and vendors and all that stuff, um, is actually on the same calendar. I actually book out time for, Family, so you know, family activities or date night with with my wife and things like that. Um, What are your what are your thoughts on that? Because in doing that, I said, well, so it kind of blurs the lines a little bit between the uh, you know, well, you're family, but you're on the business calendar, and Mm -hmm. uh, but our approach was, well, let's do that because uh, if it's important, it goes on the calendar to -hmm. block out that time, and so you're you know sharing those uh, you know even if it's just going to the movies and a bite to eat for a quick, you know, uh, date night with, uh, with the missus. Um, I think that that shows that for, for those of us that are very <laughs> business organization minded is like, Hey, this is so important for me to spend time with you. Uh, I want to make sure that my calendar is blocked out so that I can't get a customer booking an appointment with me during the time when it's yes. just supposed to be you and me. Absolutely. And Ryan, you bring up a good point because there is a merge between a strength and the emotional side of things. It's just, we want to make sure that we're not going all or nothing, the black and white, right? Mm -hmm. So that merge, I love that you bring in that merge there. I have a business calendar. People can book themselves or I can book me or whatever it may be. And carving out that time and then protecting it, protecting it is one of the hardest things. Um, I will see people to, well, first off, the first step is doing exactly what you said, where you can take that time and carve it out and say, you know, this is the day, this is the time we're going to spend time with family. This is our building relationship time. This is our building family time. If you have kids um, and you put that out there and you, you protect it. The hardest part 
I will say the two things that get sacrificed the fastest in any business is personal time and family time. Yeah. They're the easiest ones to, to reschedule. When, when you have personal time and someone says, hey, can you meet with me at this point in time? And you're like, I'm supposed to go to the gym at that point in time. Or, you know what? Actually, I don't really get up that early because I'm not the morning person. I'm usually late, but I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. The, the first thing, it's like that. It's been rescheduled. You don't have to call anybody. No one's disappointed. You've done it yourself and you have taken yourself out, your personal needs out of the business which ultimately is a sacrifice on your end. The second one is family because then you're talking to the partner. Hey, sorry guys. Um, we're just going to move this a little bit. We're going to move it to this. And so then they consistently either get moved around and what that starts to speak to individually for yourself as well as for the family is that your time is not as important as others. And I don't care who you are or what business you're running. Other people will take advantage of that because what is easier for them is going to take precedence. And so one of the easiest things or one of the best ways to start doing that is to schedule a timeout for yourself, whether that's going to the gym, playing a game, doing something that recharges you, hanging out with friends uh, so you don't burn out, and then making sure you have time for your family. Because if those start to move around or if you start to continually sacrifice your time or your uh, family time, it does burn out the family. It burns you out. And typically people, your, your partner will start seeing that um, the business is more important than they are. And that hits heavy emotionally. So what you're doing, Ryan, I, I recommend to everyone, a little easier said than done. But once you make that effort and that step and you protect it and you yeah. hold that sacred time, then you can do so many great things within that time. Yeah, I, I think... As, as we're looking at these calendars, as an entrepreneur, the, your business is, is like another one of your babies. Like you're, you're putting, um, and maybe my wife might not agree with me on that, but you're putting all of your time, energy, and effort into building this, just like you're putting time, energy, and effort into growing your kids and making sure they're taught the right things and the, that they know how to do certain things, right? They're, it, it's different, but you are still growing something. You're still building something. Mm -hmm. And I, as an entrepreneur, as you're growing your business, I don't think it's that simple that you, you can compartmentalize your life a hundred percent. Now you can do it in blocks, mm -hmm. but that that's what Ryan's talking about by putting family time and personal time and all these things on your calendar is you're actually finding ways that you're not two completely different people that your life can coexist. Yes. your business life and your family life. And it has to. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Because if you're, again, if you're not creating the, the merge between the two of them, then um, it, it doesn't help with the growth. I like that you say you are building, um, you're, you're trying to build both of them. Just like a startup. I, I like to think of this and I'll talk to uh, business, business individuals like this uh, particularly. We talk about financial currency, get that money coming in as a big part of like, we want to have the, our bottom end starting to rise. Same thing goes with relationships, but I call it um, emotional currency where you want to, a relational currency. If you do the same thing that you do, well, if you go into your relationship thinking, well, great, we've had a couple of years, we're starting this business. I'm going to keep withdrawing from this relationship. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go to that date night. She'll understand or he'll understand. 
and then you're doing your own thing. And then that continues to happen. That is the similar um, experience of withdrawing from um, from your business account over and over and over again and not replenishing that, not having that bottom line come in. Eventually, you go bankrupt, um, and which means, I mean, that may not mean a divorce. It may not mean a breakup. But what it does mean is that like, we have to really sit down and go, what is, what, what's going on here? And what do we need to recorrect? Because we're in a crisis. Yeah. And that end up taking more time and it'll, it'll disrupt business work. It'll disrupt time. It, you end up putting more money into, um, into the relationship by going to therapy or by doing something else <clears throat> to be able to save and, and work this, uh, this relationship back into a working functioning entity. And so I will talk to, to uh, those, those couples um, or individuals as saying, do things that invest into your relationship. Because uh, if you're not investing into it, if you're not putting it into an emotional um, or relational savings account for this relationship, um, when the big things do come up, it's okay. We can do a withdrawal. We can do it. Like Ryan is going to evidently at some point in time, Ryan, you're going to have something that comes up in a crisis with your business that will probably hit um, right on that time for your family time. And you're going to have to go, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, this is something I have to do. Can we try and reschedule? Not a problem. If you've been putting that time in week after week after week, I almost guarantee that your wife or your kids will be like, oh, that's a bummer. Can we do something else on a different time? And you can, you can work your magic of fixing. And they're like, great, that sounds good. You've withdrawn from the bank account that you have done emotionally and relationally. And they go, yeah, there's enough there. I love you. You love me. We're all here. Let's, let's work with it. We got a business running. But if you've been doing that week after week after week, it eventually goes, eh, sorry, there's not enough money in this. And you continue to withdraw and you got to put something back in. And then you got two crises on your hands. And that, that causes a, a real big stressor problem. Um, and that can lead to feeling like you're, you could just give up in work or, or the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that you said invest. Mm-hmm. So, so we've talked about investing a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is like, I, I've considered it, but that's not something that we've really talked about is investing in your relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really easy to see, you know, as an investor, you think, okay, where, where is the value at, right? You're, you're thinking logically, well, that, that doesn't necessarily work in a relationship. It's, yeah. But it's where can you invest yourself so that you can both grow together? Yes. I, I like that you're working it in that way, how do we both grow together? Because also one of the things that will come up is when we say invest, right? We don't invest in depreciating assets, right? It's not, that doesn't make an investment. Um, it can make, it makes it a liability. If I'm, if I'm understanding, you guys know that a lot better than I do. So you can correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people will start thinking, well, this relationship's on its way down. So it's a depreciating asset. So I'm not going to invest. That's another, that's one of the pitfalls that I will see is like, we don't talk. We don't have sex. We don't uh, engage the way that I want to. She nags at me all the time. He's never around. Whatever it may be, it's like, oh, but we're just in a we're in a bad relationship. So why am I going to put extra time into it? So it can be really hard at times to think like, well, this might be depreciating, and there's nothing that I'm getting out of it. So why am I going to put extra into it? And that will evidently make uh, make the relationship hit a hard time whether that again whether that's a breakup or whatnot i don't know what that would lead to but it does lead to hard times 
So if you can think of that as, okay, what am I getting out of this? Well, really ask yourself, what do you get out of the relationship? Why are you married? Is it to create children? Is it to to have someone that can clean a house? Is that really why you ended up being with this partner? Um, or is it because you feel you at the beginning you felt loved or at the beginning um, you really liked what you guys did together? Like really ask yourself, why did you do that? And start looking for where you need to reinvest. Yeah, this is really good stuff. I, <clears throat> you know, I really hope that, that our listeners are able to take a lot of these nuggets that you're sharing and I hope that, that some of them hit home with them so that they can, you know, maybe make those some of those changes and improvements or tweaks in their relationships. <laughs> and uh, if, uh, you know, ho- hopefully we don't have too many listeners that are that are on the rocks with their relationships, but uh, it doesn't, I don't think it really matters where you're at in your relationship. There's always opportunity for improvement and opportunity to continue to nurture that and take it to the next level regardless of where your current level is, right? Absolutely. And I I know that uh, as you guys are telling me about your listenership and who is listening and talking about this, I was like, okay, well, we're going to want more than just, well, invest. You know, it's like, well, where do I invest, Braxton? What am I supposed to do? How you say that I'm supposed to put back in, but what am I, where's my first starting point? I'm like, yeah, we want some of these these hard um, pullback uh, or something to take away. That's what I mean. Um, and one of the things that I will start with most of my couples, um, especially when we're having a hard time communicating. So for those of you that are like, oh, I have a hard time communicating with my partner. Um, I'm going to give you uh, an example and some things that you can start doing right now that typically are supportive for, um, for your relationship. The first one, I'm going I'm to go down these. We got, we got three of them that we'll go through. Uh, the first one is called mirroring. Mirroring or reflective listening um, is sometimes what it's called. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. But what it is, is essentially repeating back to your partner exactly what you heard them say. Now, some people will think, well, that just sounds demeaning. You know, you just say the same thing back to them. Hear me out on this. When you say something to somebody else of what they've just said, there is something about it that, uh, that makes it feel like they are heard. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this with, uh, um, with Levi, if you're open to it. Let's do a yeah, little bit of bring a role it on. play if you're good. So Levi, I'm curious about, um, tell me something that, uh, um, I mean, we can either go into something about me or you can like, um, oh, let, right let's now, put tell him me, through the ringer. Put him through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me right now, Levi, how do, you feel, how do you feel like this podcast is going right now? Uh, I think it's going really well. I mean... Um, you know, I, I honestly, uh, so we know your wife, Natalie, uh, Ryan and I, and, and this is the first time that I'm actually talking to you and meeting you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I feel like we're, we're having a good conversation. I feel like, uh, there's a lot of good value and good nuggets. And I'm, I'm, I'm even taking some of these things away personally. I'm like, man, that's just something I need to start doing. So you're, you're feeling really good about this podcast because you're taking nuggets away from it that are, that are helpful for your life. Um, you're enjoying the content and the, the conversation about being able to take certain things away from it. Am I understanding that right? Yeah. Yeah. What is that like for you, Levi, to hear me repeat back to you what, uh, what I heard you say? Uh, well, first off, it's that you're actually listening, right? So you're not just listening to... Yeah. 
respond and and get the next thing that you want to say in it's you're listening to listen yeah absolutely even though i know i didn't say your exact words because there was you you put out about three things of how you were feeling you're feeling how it was going well um and i know it's all we're talking all about the podcast and about this kind of a, a fun little role play but being able to get the gist of it. Also, if you're like Braxton, you missed one of my feelings. Like I'm saying, did I did I get that? You're like, yeah. And there's this thing that uh, you know you missed. Totally fine. If I had missed it, be like, oh yeah, absolutely. So you're feeling this, this, and this. That is reflective listening. That is mirroring. I didn't add anything else to it other than what I heard Levi say. So, for instance, in a relationship, um, if your partner is saying gosh, you're not coming home. And I'm just, I'm so frustrated that, you know, that you, you um, are, you seem so distant or I'm frustrated this and this happened. If you respond with, honey, I hear that you are, uh, that you're real frustrated that I didn't make it, um, didn't make it home at the time that you said I did. Am I understanding that correct? First, you're probably going to blow your partner away where they're like, what? <laughs> yes. What's wrong? Why are you listening? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, yes, that's, that is why I'm frustrated. You can then go into that space of first, you understand exactly what they're frustrated at. That's important, especially with your strength being like, what's the problem? Great. We kind of understand what the problem is. They are frustrated at that point, And we are clear that that is what they're, they're being frustrated at. They, you may say that and they may be like, no, I'm not frustrated that you got home late. I'm frustrated that, that it seems like every single day you put me off. Oh, now we're not arguing about whether you got home five minutes late or not. We are then arguing about or we're identifying um, what, you're, um, what you're wanting and what continues to happen. So we're digging a little bit deeper and we're better understanding your partner. From there... This uh, this repeating back, again, we don't want to just be robots repeating back the whole time, but you can then start responding in empathy. What do you imagine it feels like to have your partner feel like, what do you, what do you imagine that they are feeling or that they're experiencing? They may have told you, they may not, but if you say, I hear that I hear that you're uh, you're you're not liking that uh, that I'm getting home late and you feel put off all the time. I imagine that that feels, and I would use the word imagine. I imagine that that feels um, like I'm dismissing you, that I don't care about you anymore. Um, am I understanding that right? Does it feel like that? And they may be, just, again, blown away. Like, yes, it does feel like that. It feels like you don't care about me anymore. And then validating. And this is hard because you got to stand in a place where you're being vulnerable. We're not, we're not jumping to defend. Well, the, the company, this, what you, what, you don't want to make money? You don't want this? Like, house payment doesn't do that. Those, com- those conversations, those reactions do not lead to connection. They lead to me versus you, your needs or my needs or the business's needs. Who's going to win? We don't want to create that. We want to create a team mentality. And a part of that is you recognizing when you've got a business partner and they have something that's concerning to them, boom, you got to be on that. If not, you don't have a business partner for very much. And so being able to validate Hey, you know what? I know that that is really hard. It has been a really tough month, week, year, and I I can do I could do better on on those things. Can you help me identify some of the things that we might we might start to change? If you've got some things that are frustrating, maybe you're not feeling heard, ask to switch that on her or him. Be able to say like, you know, there's some things that I'd like to be able to express too. Is it okay if we if if we shift to what some of my concerns are now too? 
these are um, some methods to be able to help you feel heard. And you can even introduce this to your partner. Be like the, the, the therapeutic technique that you can, you can go Google right now um, and, and it'll walk you through. It'll even give you scripts, which is really cool. It's like how to introduce this, words to say to start off your sentences. It's called Imago therapy, I-M-G-A-O, I-M-G-A-O, Imago therapy scripts. If you put those out there, those I have found to be really helpful to start a new transition to, um, uh, to communication that, uh, that helps engage both people to start listening and hearing each other more. And that, that is one of the fastest ways to start investing um, time, energy, and uh, improve your communication um, to really find out what's going on in the relationship versus taking it at surface level. Yeah, this is, this is phenomenal. Thank you so much, Braxton. Um, we really, really appreciate all the, all the nuggets and things that you've brought to the, to the podcast today. This, for, for those of our listeners who are saying, man, I would like another three or four hours <laughs> of this, of this content. Um, I would, I would imagine the best place for them to, to be able to go to, uh, would to check out your podcast, the, yeah. the birds and the birds and bees podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Going to birds and bees podcast. That's, that's focused, um, on parents, uh, talking to their kids about sexual health or learning about sexual health yourself. But we also have relational, um, content on there. Um, as well as if you if you were to email me, you can email me. If it's more about uh, this podcast, you can email me birdsandbeespodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in um, in booking a session with me, um, like either for presentations, that all goes to uh, birdsandbeespodcast um, at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing me individually or as a couple, you can email me at braxton at thehealinggroup.com or you can go to thehealinggroup.com, their website, we have tons of other therapists that I personally train um, for couples and individual therapy. And so um, we can get you supported in what, uh, what it is you're looking for. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Tons, tons and tons of great resources there. Yeah. So go check him out in, in all those places. You might have to listen again because he's got a lot going on. And I think that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. It, it, uh, it's stuff that I have to put into my own life on a day-to-day basis. No one's perfect at it. And it, so know that there's not one thing that you're going to get like, Oh, I've got this down pat. Cause even I, I go through that same thing. You've got to, you've got to get the balance and it is really difficult to balance, uh, but definitely worth it. Yeah. I, I kind of see it as a roller coaster and the goal is to make the roller coaster dips as small as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We don't want it to be intense. <laughs> <laughs> No, no major G forces going on here in your relationship. Yeah, and, and make sure you have your lap bar down because if you forget to put that thing down, you're gonna go flying off the first, <laughs> the first corkscrew, the first loop de loop. Yep, uh, that <laughs> yep, can be bad, way bad. There's a visual for you. Yep. <laughs> well, Maybe we'll see if we can on. have him. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today, Braxton, and. Uh, you know, Ryan, I think we forgot to announce something at the beginning of this because we were just like ready to go get into the content. We were so eager to start our conversation with Braxton. We did. So a quick reminder for you guys that it is our birthday month. And so we are in order to celebrate uh, the one year anniversary of the Champion Hustle podcast. Uh, once again, we would like to give a gift to you, to our listener. We got some swag that we're giving away. And so uh, once again, to to be able to be entered 
into the uh, the raffle for that. Simply uh, make a, a social post on the platform of your choice uh, saying uh, why you enjoy the show, what, what benefit it brings to you and to your business and your life, and uh, make sure that you uh, tag one of us in there. And, uh, and, and then any, for every five people that you tag on the comments, that'll be another entry as well. So, uh, once again, we appreciate your, your loyal, uh, participation in, in the podcast. We're grateful for you and we look forward to continuing on to bringing more, uh, great content with just Levi and I chatting and shooting the breeze about uh, different business and investing topics, as well as bringing more phenomenal guests like Braxton on to share their knowledge and their experience and uh, to enlighten all of us in, in what we're doing in our own champion hustle. That's right. And uh, next week, come on back because we're going to talk about should you self-manage or hire a property manager? And we're going to talk about the pros and cons to both. Sounds good. We'll see you then. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com.